Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Richard Herring. Hello, welcome to the show. Oh, how you doing? This is Rich Herring's Edinburgh Fringe Podcast, or some people call it Rehef. Yeah, good. Uh, so, the cool kid in the front called it Rehef, so that's good, he's cool, because he's young, Colin. Remember that? Remember when you were young? No. There's Connor's back. And uh, what was your name? James, you're back. You've been here before, haven't you? Returning customers, Colin's back. It's dangerous when the kids start sitting on the front row with the more dangerous members of the... <laughs> <laughs> it's tempting, but at least, Connor, your dad has sensibly sat next to Colin as a, it's a, a barrier. It should, should protect you, but who's going to protect you from me? That's the question. Um, and my wit. Oh, for God's sake. You make me sick, you people. Uh, in fact, I am a bit sick. I'm not very well. Um, uh, I've been out like two or three nights of road drinking, and it's, you know I can't do it anymore. And when I say drinking, two drinks. Uh, so and, and doing too many gigs. I did set list last night. I'm wearing the t-shirt. Look at that. I'm pretty cool. Bet you wish you had one of these, don't you, with your Batman t-shirt? Mm. Uh, and um, it was good fun. Was anyone in the set list last night? I think it was, it, was, it was one. No, no one was there. Uh, I mean, the chances are there's loads of people here in Edinburgh. Uh, it was, it's one of the best ones I've been to. Everyone was, everyone was good. So congratulations. That, do go and see that show. It's amazing. Uh, but yeah, I'm not very well, so we'll see how that goes. Had to move my car today. <laughs> Struggling a bit with uh, the, the material. Pussy Riot are guilty. That is the big news. They're guilty. No, they haven't been censored yet. I'd have more sympathy for them if they weren't called Pussy Riot. That's the thing. It just sort of slightly... It's like they're doing this brilliant thing and then they've got the kind of worst name. In a way, a good name. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they'll be... You know, it's kind of weird. Do you like Pussy Riot? Do you like the... Connor, do you like the music of Pussy Riot? Good publicity for them. I'd take three years in prison for that kind of publicity. Imagine, you know, I'd have get three years off of Edinburgh and then I'd come back and fucking sell out, wouldn't you? <laughs> Could, could, I'm going to fucking have a go at Putin. That'll sh- I'll show him. And Jesus. Those two, get them down. I hate them. So hopefully Pussy Riot will be all right, because they've got Madonna and Paul McCartney behind them. I'm going to support them. I'm going to send them a message of support as well. Good luck, Pussy Riot. I love a Pussy Riot. Pussy Riot. What do you think it would be like, Connor? It'd be amazing, wouldn't it? They can start breaking windows with that. That'd be a... Oh. Um, you wouldn't be able to carry that much stuff out of the shop, so would you? Afterwards. Um, a lot of ping-pong balls would go missing. So... Uh, good, good. Uh, anything else been happening? Anyone seen anything good? No? Still talking cock. Still talking cock. That was excellent, wasn't it? What are you two... Anna, Anna and Emma's Edinburgh Fringe road trip. Uh, good. <laughs> uh, only a couple of cool kids in there. Uh, so it looks like—is it like a hen night, or just a, is it just a, a celebration of the arts where you get T-shirts? It's a Richard Herring stalking week. Oh wow, fantastic! <laughs> I'm very happy for that, girls. Could be a pussy riot later on if you play your cards right. As long as my wife doesn't find out. It's, it's a shame getting married. Don't get married, Connor. That's the thing. They don't get. I didn't think it through. All I get is happiness and security. Uh, I can't have sex with mental women anymore. It's, it's ter- <laughs> ter- <laughs> terrible thing. So look, I think I'm going to crack on because I've been pretty funny so far uh, with nothing. Uh, come on with nothing. Uh, oh, later on, you're going to get a chance to win uh, if you're here, not you at home, you idiots. Uh, you get a chance to win What is Love Anyway? Have you seen this? You've seen, yeah. Lucy Porter. Susan, Susan likes a bit of Lucy Porter, I've heard. Uh, that's the rumour going round. Um, <laughs> Collins, why not? Uh, Collins and Herring, uh, War and Peace, Crime and Punishment, if you're missing the old Collins and Herring podcast. Robin Ince wrote a very good article today in his blog about uh, how the fringe is really good. No, it's not. Uh, and P. Greenboat by Stuart Lee, who wrote a good article about how the fringe is really shit. So... Uh, <laughs> Try listening to those together at the same time, and you can get tickets to see Roe Campbell and uh, Simon Donald, who was a guest, I think, on Sunday. Uh, and, of course, the occasional 15% VIP discount at Turquoise Thistle. Don't know what it is. Might be horrible. It's at the Hotel Indigo. They just give me those. Uh, and uh, www.gofastest.www.3w's. 
gofasterstrike.com uh, and just in case someone puts two W's in and goes hey this isn't working what's going on <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what, how, what the real address could be uh, they're sponsoring the podcast so do go and visit their website and buy some stuff or just have a look there's some really brilliant things on there so will you please welcome my guest eh? she was a guest on the first series she's nearly here uh, luckily she's sneaking up to the stage but no one can see her yet <laughs> she's beneath the level of the audience will you please welcome the amazing Susan Kalman ladies and gentlemen how you doing? <laughs> we've got stools, we've got stools. I once... Uh, Jerry's coming in to have a look Don't at... Know how that happened. It's no. fallen down. Hi, Thank, thanks very much. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? This is great, it's like a cult, isn't it? <laughs> it's like people who are deliberately... I like the, the, the absolute uh, honesty of that. No, we're just <laughs> fooling you around. <laughs> I like that, because in court, it will make it a lot easier. <laughs> I saw you had a bit of difficulty getting up on the stool there. I did, yes, I did. I, once, I uh, always do. Every I w- time I do this show. <laughs> I yeah. once cracked my rib getting on a stool in an Edinburgh show. Did you? But yeah, it's got to be careful and, and we need answers. I did, I did Mark Watson's show again this year and he was making me run around again. I said, I cracked my rib last time I did your show. Oh, but God. Tim Key, I was quite fit at the time. You still are. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty fit. But uh, <laughs> I was actually physically in, uh, the strongest I've ever been in my life. Done, I've been six months <laughs> of the gym. And I had to, uh, they had these very tall stools, so they were kind of, the joke was it was hard to get up onto them. And I, I, right. like you, I'm a little bit vertically challenged. Yes. Uh, and I have very short legs, and I went, especially wearing jeans, it's very hard to kind of, tight jeans, it's very hard to kind of move up. So <laughs> oh I, my, I tried I'm getting to, a lovely picture yeah. now. So I had very to try, tight jeans, small I, legs. I was falling up, it's quite sexy, this is yeah. what the girls like, this is why they follow me around. They follow me around because I'm easy to follow, that's why I, <laughs> I can't move very fast. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I tried to get up and it was funny and I fell off and then I, saw, I said I'd leapfrog onto the stool and yep. Tim Key was holding it and as I leapfrogged he moved the stool so, it's, and so I was going full pelt going oh, up in the air God. smashed me in the chest I went down everyone was laughing they thought it was hilarious uh, and I just was in real pain for the rest of the thing I had to put up a tent while drinking cider it was one of those kind of things as well as sitting on this bloody stool and I was in absolute agony and then I went to the hospital the next day and I'd cracked my rib and I was in agony for the next God, six, three months we do. I, got, uh, I got terrible friction burns this festival <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I was doing <laughs> <laughs> my wife won't listen it's fine I, um, I was doing uh, a show and Barbara Nice was on the wonderful Barbara Nice oh, yes. and it was, it was quite it was an alright gig and at the end of it I came on stage and said uh, Barbara Nice and she was still on stage and she just suddenly stood opened her legs and went go through me go through me <laughs> <laughs> and when someone does that on stage, if you don't do it, you look like the dick. <laughs> so I did. I went. I ran full pale on my stomach through her legs. Ah, very funny. Ah, <laughs> but it was lovely to go yeah. through Barbara Nice's legs. Why not? <laughs> so you got well, you and I got married this year, but not to each other, unfortunately. <laughs> but maybe next year. Maybe next year. <laughs> if things go, if my wife and your wife listen to this podcast, yes. we may I, be. I might need another show next year, so let's say Susan Kalman Goes Street. Yeah. I think that would be quite a good title for a show next yeah. year. And we really get, if you're with me, that's as straight as you can go. That is. <laughs> it's the ultimate man. Wow. He's gone from women to the most masculine man. The most man masculine man <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'll do anything for PR. Let's do it. <laughs> I'll give it. I'll give it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's my PR person going. Thank Christ, she's got a hook for next year. How's how has married life so far? Um, I, it's great. I, I haven't um, really seen her, oh. um, to be honest. So, uh, but it's lovely. It, it felt quite grown up, you know, when you mm. do it. It felt quite grown up. It is grown up, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's lovely. I, I adore her. The, the show is essentially it, well it's about politics and stuff like that but essentially my show is just a giant love letter to her actually yeah. about how she puts up with me and uh, <laughs> so it really is it's just a giant I mean obviously I'm exposing our personal life in a way that's probably inappropriate but <laughs> the way I sold it to her was it's just a big love letter darling <laughs> so yeah yeah so yeah it's, it's getting married was uh, well civil partnered that's the point yes. but uh, is, it was is Scotland bringing in gay marriage is that the right I'm not going to be a possible? dick about it but okay. I've got degree in public law. Here's the deal, okay. right? The Scottish government have said they are going to introduce legislation to allow same-sex marriage. However, that is conditional upon the UK government changing the Equalities Act, which could take some time, and then conditional upon the Scottish government, the Scottish Parliament actually voting for it. Now, whilst, whilst MSPs have said they will vote for it, pardon me for being a bit suspicious, but it could take a couple of years. Then there's the referendum on independence. We don't know what's going to happen. So, yes, it's brilliant. They've said they are, they are going to introduce it. But 
you know, people were saying on Facebook, I can get married. You can't get married. The fight is still on, people. The fight is still on, I Good. think. But no, definitely, yeah, definitely. There's only about three countries in the world, is that right, where the gay, well, same-sex marriage, I won't call it gay equal marriage. Equal marriage is what equal we call marriage. it. Equal marriage. Yes, equal marriage is what we call it. I call as it. As gays. I call it. <laughs> I call it, I call it lesy marriage. That's what <laughs> Do you know, that would be amazing. <laughs> if it was just, yeah, you know what you're doing, lazy marriage. That's, uh, that's I think that's a yeah. much better way of Thank putting you. it, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what that's my new politically correct term for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's also quite sexy. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, and that's what it's like. Two lasers getting married. It's really sexy. It is. Yeah, matching suits and brogues. Wow. <laughs> I take you away. I can get it now. So whatever. <laughs> Could I have? Did you video the wedding? No, oh. Christ! I cried. <laughs> I cried throughout the entire thing. Oh, I looked like I was being forced into it. <laughs> it really did. I turned around at one point and said, "I'm really happy," um, because <coughs> I looked. I just looked miserable. Um, but it was quite good because we wrote our own vows, yeah. which was nice. And uh, one of these was. When I said to her, she was allowed to play Skyrim as often as she wanted, or Oblivion, because she's obsessed with being a bloody dark elf of some kind. <laughs> I don't understand it, but she enjoys it. And one of hers was that I was allowed to spend £15,000 going to Edinburgh for a month. <laughs> so she said it in the vows, which means I can do it whenever I bloody well like that's, now. That's, that's good. So we, did, we didn't do it. We kind of had the option of write, writing our own vows, and then we decided not to do it. But we, ch- yeah. Did you not care enough? Um, <laughs> we were quite. Bu- to be honest, I'll like, we just so, get it over with. We Jesus, were so, we were so busy. I was so busy this year. I got, Too busy to write got, something yeah, special for yeah, your I wife. Ma- wow! <laughs> got, wow! It didn't take me that long because, off the top of my head, I could think of many wonderful things I could promise my new wife. I didn't. Uh, I didn't even write a wedding speech. I just I winged it. <laughs> I was in the middle of a tour. He's a catch. Uh, he's I a use, catch. I, Richard Herring, he's such a fucking catch. I used, I used a bit from the show. I did it. I, I did did a, you do yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to do a tight half-hour preview of my new Edinburgh show, everyone. I hope you enjoy it. There's flyers on the seats. Come along. I did I did say that, you know, the whole, the whole story of how we met was in my book, so I said that will be available <laughs> in the hotel, <laughs> hotel reception. No, the good thing is I'm coming out of this really well. My favourite bit was, uh, sorry, I'm blowing my nose on, because um, I'm a bit ill, but on a lovely hanky that Susan gave me. With, it's got Olbus and it's nice. Well, Richard Herring, he was using toilet roll. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't want to see Richard Herring using toilet. That's not appropriate. This man is, <laughs> whilst insensitive to his new wife, is still a legend of comedy. And, you know, a certain <laughs> amount of respect should be accorded to you. Mm, it's nice. It's, it's quite good with this audience as well, because it works like a polymander. And uh, from the... Uh, from Oh, no, it's quite nice being with this crowd of people now. It doesn't smell of wee and shit anymore. Smells <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful old bus bus. My favourite bit in my wedding, my dad, we were, it was quite a posh uh, hotel we went to, and my parents are, live in Somerset, and you know, they're kind of rubes. Uh, and uh, they, uh, they put out little, little tiny little things of uh, mints and uh, lip balm, which is kind of quite a weird thing to have on, on your... Uh, for, you know, post... Yeah, my dad um, ate his lip balm because <laughs> he thought it was cheese. <laughs> uh, kind of what point did he? What, why they're serving up a tiny amount of cheese in a, and why? At yeah. what point when he was eating it do you think, hold on, this isn't cheese? Do you think I'll get to the cheese? This isn't like cheddar cheese. It's, uh, it's all soft and like minty. Um, was so that, that what was, the meal was? It was all it was. Yeah. Wow, pushing the boat a, out, Richard. Time. Lip balm and mint. <laughs> That was beautiful. Something I, don't know what I saw the about. photographs. Your, your bride looked beautiful and you looked very handsome. Oh, thank you. That's, That's right. very nice. And we had a big Ferrero Rocher cake, which mm. was a reference again to my show. It's all merchandise. It's like, <laughs> so You've got to try and make the money back somehow. Yes. Yeah, so true. you do, do the thing where you add up um, how much you spent on the wedding and how much uh, money they've spent on presents and worked out what you'd lost. Because <laughs> it, cost, it cost us like £100 a guest to go to this thing. No one, but only about two people. To go people. to this thing, to get married, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't an event. It wasn't, yeah. you know... Uh, no, I counted up uh, how much the wedding was costing and how much the Edinburgh Festival was costing. <laughs> and as long as the wedding cost just marginally more than the festival, I was okay. <laughs> 
Well, that, that could be. We'll, we'll do the sums at the end. I'm not sure which one's going to cost me the most this year. We'll see. But uh, and so you, the, the show's about they're called uh, the lady. This lady's not for turning either. Mm-hmm. So there's or a, either. Hmm? Let's call the whole thing off. I don't uh, want to. If anyone, you just listening. have to do everything differently, don't you? Why can't you just? Why can't you just be uh, fucking normal, <laughs> you gay? God, you're so homophobic now, Richard. I have cho- I've turned homophobic since I got married. I've turned I like, homophobic. I so, lo- I so love heterosexuality that now I've got married. And no, see, yeah. I'm not allowed to do that. I'm not allowed to go, oh, I've, I've had a heterosexual marriage. Heterosexuality's brilliant. No, sorry, I've, got, I've turned into Richard Littlejohn. Yeah. Uh, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't pull it off. Welcome to the Daily Mail podcast <laughs> Richard Herring. You shouldn't be allowed to get married, though, should you? Really, you shouldn't. No, I shouldn't. Uh, and I've got a niece, and that <laughs> niece should be kept away from the likes of me. <laughs> is, is there a stuff about Margaret Thatcher in this? Obviously, it's a Margaret Thatcher quote. And you're it is a Margaret Thatcher quote, and some people have been terribly disappointed I don't turn up dressed as Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> like, what was that impression? Remember Janet Brown? Janet, Janet Brown used Steve to do Steve Nalon used to do it as well. Yep. Nalon, maybe. No, it was because... Uh, well, for a start, you're asked your title in what... January, February, something like that. Yeah. And sometimes you just say, oh, but it's, but it was, it was partly because, um, <coughs> excuse me, I've got a wee cough. No, it's just a day. And uh, it's, um, <laughs> never mind, Jamaica, she went over on a cord. Catch up. I, um, um, I, I was reading the papers about equal marriage, and some of the stuff that was written in the papers was just the most horrific things I've ever read in my entire life about uh, uh, people like me getting uh, married. And it reminded me very much of when I grew up in Glasgow in the 80s, under Thatcherism, Section 20, Clause 20, and uh, how horrific it was. And basically, uh, I, I'm doing the show, and I've had hate mail because of it, and it's been quite a difficult show to actually mm. do because of that, because some people aren't very happy that I'm standing up and saying... I should have exactly the same rights as anyone else. And I thought, why not take, you know, a Thatcher quote in Scotland? That'll really endear me to the audience. <laughs> <coughs> and it just got, you know, because I'm not for turning, because I'm, I'm, I'm uh, devoutly gay. <laughs> uh, and I thought, you know, I thought it'd be quite cool, because if some people recognised the, the quote from the, the speech, then they would understand kind of where it was coming from. And if they didn't, then it was just quite a cute wee phrase, I thought. Yeah, yeah, okay. Cool, that's good. Uh, um, oh. <sighs> uh, <laughs> Should I start asking I questions? <laughs> So, I Susan, how are thought, you finding the Edinburgh Festival? It's okay, actually, I Susan. I thought it was something really good halfway through that question, and then it just disappeared oh, out right. of my brain, and now I'm just trying to remember So let me replay it and uh, see if you can remember what it was about. No, nah, we'll think of something else okay. to, we'll think of something else to <laughs> talk about. Uh, so, Susan, how are you enjoying the Edinburgh? <laughs> <laughs> it's going fine, thanks very right? much. Do you it's think it's fine. better or worse than it used to be in the old days? Because Robin thinks in it's better, and Stuart Lee thinks it's worse. So wow. What do okay. you think? Which camp am I in? Incy or Lazy? Uh, well, uh, I think that uh, there are certain things I would change. I think very big venues should perhaps not be, you know, when people come on, on a big tour, shouldn't necessarily yeah. be fringe, because it's not really the fringe then at that point. And I think you could hack out quite a lot of shows like that and say, well, if you're doing a tour and you've got PR, just do your tour. Yeah. and stuff like that and how about you fuck off for August and leave it to the rest of us <laughs> to be blunt um, so I think some of the bigger venues perhaps shouldn't be in the fringe brochure I think um, there's a lot of pressure on us and people bl- can blow smoke up comedians arses oh yeah you'll, you'll be, it'll be fine Susan it'll be fine yeah do a 19,000 seater you've got the Radio 4 crowd behind you they'll all come <laughs> And, uh, you know, it takes it takes a lot. I, I'm doing a smaller venue this year than I did in 2010. Yeah, yeah. And I was under a huge amount of pressure to do a bigger venue than I'd done. And I thought, no, I, I wasn't here last year. I'm naturally reticent about things. I would have done a 10-seater if I bloody could have, just to make <laughs> sure somebody came to it. Well, I think this year especially is a very wise decision. You're selling out very comfortably. And, yep. and you know, so it's... The, it, it, but it's the first time it's ever happened. But yeah. People are coming up to me and being a little, slightly dickish and going, oh, you're selling out. You're getting good reviews. Let me tell you about 2006 to 2011. <laughs> Let me tell you about 2006. £7,500, Cafe Royal. Two people came for the whole month. I was punched in the back. I tried to kill myself, Barbara, and I saved me. That's 2006. 2007. 
let me tell you about every shitty year I've had at this festival. <laughs> so, yes, this year I'm doing all right. And do you know what? Fuck off, all right? <laughs> But I know. I think there's, I think there's something to be said as a man who has, is in a 400-seat venue with my main show, which is not getting 400 people in it, so it's not really taking many people away from everyone else. But it is sort of there is something, and I always thought this before, and I think I slightly kind of got blinded by the, by the figures, and the, you know, I should have put my prices down. I think in hindsight, and I should have done a smaller venue as well. But it, I think it, the, well, if you've got people doing 400, 500 seaters. Then that's taking away, you know, up to ten people's audiences, and especially if it's, I think, if, to me, like Michael McIntyre isn't taking any. I don't, I haven't even noticed when he, I don't know when he's on or no. where he's on, but he isn't taking anything away from the fringe. I don't think because those people no. don't come, no. don't come see it. But it's, you know, you're right. He could come at any point of the year. But the thing is, the misty-eyed view of the fringe is, to a certain extent, like Scottish and nationalism to a certain extent about thinking about Scotland when we all wore kilts and we all wandered through the heather and we all went oh hi all the time and actually Scotland was built in an industrial landscape of you know shipbuilding and inventing and forward thinking and science and things like that and I think sometimes you know no the fringe do you know it was I could go out with five pounds and I could see 20 shows (laughs) and the comedians were all so nice and happy and everyone was great and nobody was miserable and everyone had a brilliant time (laughs) and it's like no I spoke to Sandy Toxfig this morning Morning, and she said the first year she, she it was 34 years ago or something mm. like that she was first year and in her first year two people came to the show she was at this is not a new thing that people aren't getting you know audiences in or whatever it is and I just think sometimes yes there's commercialism but you know in 1970 whatever 1980 whatever the world was an entirely different place even from 2006 to now yeah Twitter, mobile phones, all of those, everything's changed. And what you can do is you can go and sit misty-eyed and and want to hate everyone. The one thing I don't like is negativity, Richard. Mm -hmm. And I think this year... bit negative. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) I deserved it. It's um, it's like you're seeing your parents fighting. Yeah. So, you know, the Free Fringe, the Free Festival, people fighting with each other and, and all of this kind of stuff. And actually, as a performer, I just want the festival to be as good as it possibly can. And if there's anything that can possibly be done about it, then I'll do whatever I can within the reasonable constraints of whatever they're going to pay me. <laughs> uh, no, hey, hey. <coughs> so I think, you know, yes, there are problems, and I think this year some of the problems have really come to light, but responsibility has to be shared amongst venues, acts, agents. There's a whole load of people who are responsible for this. It's like, it's like a marriage that's dissolving due to an affair, gambling, alcoholism, drug addiction, <laughs> the whole thing. There's lots of people responsible yeah, for it. And, and landlords in Edinburgh and hotels in Edinburgh, and, you know, and everyone... everyone Charging yeah. a lot of extra money, so yeah. you know it, it does sort of all fall apart. I tell you, what's quite good about these uh, old bus. Uh, they've got my they've got my uh, nose really tingling. I'm quite keen to go backstage and put one on my cock. <laughs> I have to say, it's got my. Uh, if it's that good ah. on the little sensitive membranes, wow! You're going to have to come back and look at that. While Tiffany's on, that's what I'm going to be doing. Oh, I'm going to be no. buffering it up like a. <laughs> it's going to be shining. Oh. Like. Like my dad's <laughs> digestive you know tract. Do you see tract. this face? This face says, stop, Richard. I don't really want to know about... I've, I've spent a long time <laughs> avoiding them. And I don't want to think about them, to be That'd honest. Be, do you think that would work like in the old shine days where a man well, would sit on a... You'd sit on a little stool in the street and a man would buffer up your shoes. A man could take old bus tissues... Just, you know, you whip out your cock at the end and just... Well, I suppose the question is... Or vagina, is. I'm not sexist, or anus, if you, you haven't got... You wouldn't buff your vagina. Uh, <laughs> That's just masturbating. <laughs> if I was buffing my vagina backstage, I'd be thinking about something very special. <laughs> you know you're going to try it. You're going to ask for some of these tissues back. I know it's going to happen. <laughs> Have I shocked Susan Calvin? Richard <laughs> People will be listening to this thinking, I th- didn't think she was one of those dirty lesbians. <laughs> well, talking of disgusting things, this is a question I'm asking everyone. Oh, thanks, Audit. Yeah, yeah. You it's a good d- yeah, question. You tell him. It's a good question, isn't it, Connor? Uh, if you... Um, You're learning a lot? If you, Yes, he's learned a lot. If you... Uh, <laughs> if you ha- this, is, this is what a real lesbian looks like. Don't pay attention to the films you'll watch later. <laughs> if you had 
to have sex with an animal. <laughs> yeah, if you had to. Oh, no, 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 no. No, if you had to. Had to, how had to? Well, if you know, the world was held to ransom, well, you could. No, I wouldn't. Then I would say no. You have to be. You have to, you have to give me a. Re- give me a. B- d- your, articulate. Your family and. and Don't your care wife, that much. Your wife was about to be cats. shot. In My the, cats. Your cats. Right. Your okay. Smurf collection was about right, to be put. Yes, okay. Was about right. to be put in an incinerator. Okay, that's. But you could have sex thing. with any animal. The, the person doing this, say, so you can have sex with. Any, choose the animal, any animal you want. And it's consensual. Well, I, you know, th- this is another issue we have to get into later because I don't, I I don't did, think it's possible. I did poss- used to be a lawyer. I, I apologise for cross-examining you I don't know if it's possible for an animal to consent to sex because they're animals and they... I don't, a, I don't think it's possible to rape an animal because an animal doesn't really understand what anything wow, is. Wow, Richard, that's a bold statement, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's a bloody bold statement. It's possible. You're going to get emails about that one, Richard. My animal, Tiffany, <laughs> has definitely got a soul. The other day she was quite disappointed when Antiques Roadshow was cancelled. Because... Um, because I had a good reason, and I've thought that re- you know, an animal can't consent because it can't understand what anything is. So it doesn't, it can't consent or not consent. It can't be raped because it can't consent. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Wow, it- this is magic. This <laughs> In the same way, Richard. Yeah. No, no, I, I, was really, I was really, really about to go into the idea of consent, informed consent. Uh, I'm the most annoying podcast <laughs> guest we're ever going to have. So, what animal would I? What would animal uh, would you have sex with? <coughs> Sex, what, yeah. not cuddling. No, it's got to be. There's got to be some sexual contact. Quite, it's quite. It's good that you've. Brendan Burns answered the question before it even finished, which just to me, I'm glad. It's, it's kind of an interesting question because it shows if someone's actually thought about this before and you haven't. Hmm. Probably. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. There's so many to choose from. Um. Brendan Burns. Brendan Burns. <laughs> yeah, he's an animal. He is. He's a strange man. Um, if you had to have sex, I'll move on. If you had to have sex, it's not all about sex, uh, with an old bus tissue. No, if you had to have sex with a Doctor Who creature, can't be any humanoid, what, no, which one would it, would it be? No, is it not which assistant I could have sex no, with? No, that's not... Because well, I've thought about that a lot in advance without even knowing that was the question. <laughs> that's Amy, P- Amy Pond. No, it's not Amy oh. Pond. It is bloody not Amy Pond. She's, I thought Thank you'd like you. her because she's Scotch like you are, so I thought... And I only want to sleep with Scottish women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the way it is. Then yeah. we've got devolution. We only I thought you liked other. anyone who was like... I thought you just liked people who were like you. That's what I thought they were... If they're women... I thought this it was kind of not. This is the best interview I've ever a, done in my life. I thought it was like a narcissistic thing that you, that you, had, to, that you had to have sex. I, I only want to have sex with someone who goes, okay, okay, <laughs> again, oh, a wee bit harder. Like the yeah. crankies, essentially. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's the only Ultimately. people I want to have sex with. Ultimately. The crankies and Amy Pond. A <laughs> uh, Doctor Who creature. Well... Uh, I quite fancied... Now, this is... Oh, no, that was a wrong way to start it. <laughs> Perhaps, Richard, yeah. not having thought about it, as I just did. You know those, those cat nurses? Oh, yeah, Because yeah. I love cats. Yeah. And I love nurses. So they really are almost my perfect women. Yeah, they were good, those ones. Cat nurses. I wouldn't mind them either. Yeah? They were quite good. Yeah. Which, which Doctor Who assistant would you like to have sex with? <clears throat> I liked Perry. Oh, yeah, Perry was good. And I also, and it's a very controversial statement, but I really liked Ace. Oh, yes. Yeah, I really liked Ooh. Ace. She had a baseball bat. She was a bit kick out of the guy in the front. Yeah, you touched yourself. Don't! You <laughs> <laughs> went, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was better than Bonnie Lankford of, of a similar... No, I'm not. I'm, I thought she was okay. Yeah. I thought she was badly treated. I thought Sylvester McCoy was badly treated. Actually, Paradise Towers was a very, very good... Uh, wow, look at... Oh, my God! <laughs> oh, I've just gone into the Twilight Zone where I've revealed my Doctor Who love. <laughs> I've never revealed this before. Didn't I really love Doctor know, Who. Didn't know you liked Doctor Who yeah. that much. That's good. I actually, I want Snogged Girl who looked really like Ace from... It wasn't her, but I kind of... Liked her because she did look like did Ace you, from Doctor Who. Did you close your eyes and think I did. It was well, her? I thought when I met her, I thought it was Ace from Doctor Who. I thought she was a little bit after Doctor Who and she worked in TV. And I thought, oh, you probably are Ace from Doctor Who. And I couldn't remember the actress's name. So I thought I'd kind of got so- Sophie Aldred. Sophie Aldred. I can remember it now, but it wasn't her unless she's changed her name. Maybe but she snog- did. But I, so that's quite good. I've snogged someone who looks like a Doctor yeah. Who. Yeah. And I regularly kiss my cats. <laughs> <laughs> 
do you think who's your favourite modern day Doctor Who of the new era? Mm, I wasn't sure about Matt yeah. first, but I've come round to him. I did like David Tennant. I thought he was. Did you? I, did you get annoyed with him in the end? Yeah, a little bit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're not meant to answer for me, uh, but thank you very much. Whoever that was. Yes, Susan, that's the answer. Is it like some form of Borg mind control that happens in here? That I answer on behalf of the audience. There can be. There can be. Um, so you do a lot on Radio Four. Mm. News quiz. News quiz and all that jazz. Yeah. Yes, it's lovely. Yeah, I get to sit next to Sandy Talksvig. Do you do you, do you do you have like a place in London and a place in Scotland because it's. Uh, <laughs> Because it's like you're down in London a lot. <laughs> you haven't moved down here. Down no, there. Down there. I'm up here now. Yeah. I've got no, confused. someone came up to me the other day and said, oh, you must have a place in London from all the money you earn from all your BBC Radio 4 gigs. <laughs> ha, 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 ha! <laughs> I stay with my sister How when I'm in London. Yeah. Yeah, because she lives down there. And she said, stay whenever you want, stay whenever you want. And then I got a job doing that to a sitcom. And I was there for six weeks. She regretted. <laughs> didn't they put you up? Didn't they? Oh, she, I thought you were dying. No, sorry. I'm uh, not. Uh, when Brendan Burns was here, he slightly ejaculated from his mouth. I thought that was about to. I thought that was about to happen. No. Um, yes, you were in Dead Boss. Is that what it's called? Mm. And uh, Dead Boss. Yeah, yes. it was lovely. Dead bosses. Dead boss. Dead boss. Dead boss. Dead boss. Dead boss. Yeah. <laughs> Dead boss. It was great. I got to work with wonderful people. Is there more of that in the pipeline? No idea. Hope so, but uh, you never know what the BBC are going to do with something. I saw you climbing out of a window in front of Jennifer Saunders. Yeah, that was a great way to meet uh, essentially the woman who has formed most of my dreams for many years. (laughs) Uh, My character was called Fatty. And I was trapped in a window for two hours whilst Jennifer Saunders looked uh, radiant, gorgeous, sophisticated, (laughs) intelligent, and I was trapped in a fucking window. (laughs) It's not the way my dreams had been of how I might meet Jennifer Saunders, perhaps in a hotel suite with some champagne. So it was uh, slightly different, I have to say. But she was very nice Was she nice? She was absolutely lovely. Was she aware of your comedic uh, stylings that she'd seen you or heard you? No. No? No. Oh. It's all right. Rubbish, isn't it? No, listen. Do you know what I mean? I don't expect everyone to have known the joy of the Calminator, you know. <laughs> <laughs> my, my reach is not yet universal. I'm working on it. But, you know, this will help. <laughs> it will. Yeah. It will. Yeah. Now you like Doctor Who. You, that's <laughs> it. That? Every, everyone listening to this will love you now. Really? Because yeah. I like Doctor Who. Because it's, doc- it's mainly Doctor Who. If you look, we'll do a test. Who really likes Doctor Who in the audience? Shout out now. Me. See, who doesn't know what Doctor Who is in the audience? Shout out now. Well, don't, you don't know what Doctor Who is? <laughs> Fuck, that was a boring ten minutes for you. <laughs> <laughs> what are they talking about? <laughs> uh, good. <laughs> no, I don't. Don't think I've got. Like the end of a. An don't, think I've, don't think I've got anything else to ask you. You've so got we're nothing just gonna, else. Can you see nothing it? else. I've got nothing else. I've got, I've got a wealth no. of experience. No. Nothing. Nothing. Not really. Fucking not nothing. Not really that interesting. How much research? Else, How much research do I didn't you do, do any before research. that? No research. I didn't do anything. I was ill. I kind of had to move my car. I thought. <laughs> I've got to do this every fucking day. I thought Susan Cowan would just keep on talking. It'd be like Brendan Burns. She won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> I could just sit back and be ill and sniff my Olbus pastel. Dream about rubbing it on myself. Before you became a comedian... Nope. <laughs> you're not going to answer any questions nope. now. <laughs> you could go through my PR from now on. I thought... Uh, <laughs> I didn't need to research Susan because I know everything about you. <laughs> Do you, Richard? Yeah, you Tell me one interesting fact about me the audience won't know. Well, mm-hmm. you... Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. like Garfield. A mm, lot of people know that. Yeah. So I thought, said that on the podcast last year. Yeah. Next. <laughs> I'm so hoping they weren't listening. Anything uh, that wasn't in the podcast last year okay. that you know about me from the, ne- from the year when you've so intricately examined my life. You think it's possible to rape animals? <laughs> I'm not sure if I think it's not possible to rape animals or it's not possible not to rape animals, right. actually. That's why I'm not... I can't, in this moment, I can't... <coughs> you, you, anyway, they can't consent, so you always rape Anything them. that I've not said today on stage. Okay. Um, <laughs> you were born in Pitlochry. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Is that the first Scottish place you can think of? It was the most... It was. 
You were born in Brigadoon, weren't you? <laughs> your mother's an elf and your father's Santa Claus. That's right, Richard. If I got it right, though, imagine. Yeah, it would have been great. <laughs> it would have been great, but if you've read any of my press, I'm constantly called Feisty Glaswegian. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you might have been born in Pitlockery. I don't know where it is. <laughs> Do you have a way of making... I can always get Glasgow and Edinburgh the wrong way round ma- when I think about them in the map. Do you have any suggestions how I can remember which one's which? Um, well... Like in, I, know, I know when I'm in them, which one I'm in. <laughs> Most places, not if I'm on the outskirts. Well, very simply, the same. If, you ge- if you want a genuine answer, yeah. the easy thing is that Edinburgh's on the east. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, just to remember which pla- where place it is. What you're suggesting is I just... Rem- the point is, I don't remember where it is. So you can't just go, the way to remember is that one of them is on the east. I can't remember, I keep forgetting You don't know that. where it is at all? No, I just keep getting them mixed up. I always think that Edinburgh's in the west. Well, it's not, I've just told you Edinburgh's in the east. No, I know, but I, but then, I th- then you tell me that, and then two days later I go, oh, what was it? Which way round was it? Why do you get I- it tattooed on your cock? <laughs> <laughs> With a my little arrow. <laughs> my cock does quite resemble Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> or at least the top bit. I suppose the helmet oh, is Scotland. <laughs> and if I pull one of my testicles up a bit, that could be Wales. <laughs> could be a handy it little... It wasn't like this last a, year. Could be a handy it was not like this last year. Could be a good satin. Is it because we're both married now that <laughs> for some be. reason we're sexually frustrated? <laughs> it's quite like driving around with my penis out <laughs> and my test cabled up and then trying to follow <laughs> trying to follow could it be confusing you might have to use some of the veins and as <laughs> that'd kind of be the M1 I guess wow <laughs> wow what Wow, I don't know why they say male comics are obsessed with their dicks. Uh, I don't, I've not seen any evidence of it I'm so not, far. I, don't, I hardly do anything about dicks. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Just a show. I'm going to do a show uh, next year called Buffing My Vagina. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to set up and some stalls you'll, you'll on the street buffing at cocks. You'll be allowed to see vagina in the brochure. You will. Because you can't um, see cock or prick, but can't. I'd be able to see vagina. Oh, it is. It's, it's wonder if I could be able to see minge. No. Susan Kalman buffing my minge. <laughs> You're trying to get censored. That's what you want to do. Well, I got some people publicity. <laughs> Not much. Too early. That was, was the problem. Too early. Yeah, too early. Not much. I think there's too much. Too many of my posters around. I think I'm annoying people. Do you know what we are like? We're like the couple in moonlighting. We're kind of squabbling, but <laughs> everyone's going to know that we're real, yeah. we're going to rut like rabbits yeah. backstage. <laughs> It's very similar with Millican as well. I've had the same, really? I had the same relationship She's with Millican. Filthy. She is very filthy. We yeah. have a little badinage between the two of us. Really? Oh, I think you and me would have great sex. I think it would be amazing. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except, just as I was about to put it in, I'd go, That's Gla- is that Glasgow? Is that Edinburgh? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I wouldn't know whether or not you were doing it right. <laughs> so you'd just be like, no, Susan, we always do it like that. And I'd be like, really? Seems a bit sore. <laughs> I think it'd be nice. Uh, So, why don't we take a little break and uh, have sex? And uh, five minutes is probably a bit too much. Uh, But um, we're going to welcome... You can go, you can go. I've got to introduce the next guest. We've got a fantastic stand-up who is doing brilliantly well this year in Edinburgh. You'll have seen her on TV. Uh, It's the amazing Tiffany Stevenson, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, there, there she is. I, sorry, that took time. I was uh, buffing my minge. Um, it's the thing to do in Edinburgh this year. And I'm drinking. This is early in the day, and I'm dr- who's drinking? Hey! Yeah, exactly. Two beers already, but the baby's loving it. So, <laughs> relax. I'm not keeping it. <laughs> Might as well start as you mean to go on, I suppose. Um, what you're looking at actually is not a baby. This is pretty much my muffin top. That's what we call it, isn't it, girls? Muffin top. Muffin. Greedy bitch roll is what that is. <laughs> Lay off the pies. Don't have another cake. Let's just be honest. It's back fat, isn't it? It's fat. It's on my back. I'm also working on a pair of back tits as well. <laughs> Either way, my boyfriend's like, result. <laughs> Sometimes I like to part my hair and draw a face on the other side. 
did the Olympic rings the other night. That was a laugh. Um, yeah, you're not sure now. You were sure, now you're not sure. Um, look, what I've done is I've come out here and I've slagged myself off. And I, and I shouldn't do that because I'm a woman. I've got magazines to do that for me. Magazines like OK, which I looked at on the shelves last year and thought, when are they going to stop putting people on the front cover who are quite clearly not OK? <laughs> Someone who's not dying or mental would be a good start. Um, so what I thought I'd do, I thought I'd make 2012 my big year of positivity. So I thought I would come up with a, with a positive simile for my body. If you don't know what a simile is, a simile is like... <laughs> more than it got when I did it in Essex so I'm quite chuffed with that as a response uh, the simile I came up with is my body is like a fine wine it improves with age it's quite nice quite positive but I can push that a bit further you know I'm full bodied good with meat I don't know why I looked at you love sorry awkward <laughs> and readily available in most bars and restaurants so you can get ridiculous with it though the other night I stayed up till three just thinking of all the ways I'm like a bottle of wine I thought, well, I'm difficult to get off people's carpets. <laughs> I'm often found smashed on the kitchen floor. Spent the first 12 years of my life in a cellar. That's <laughs> that a great response, because they really laughed in the front and nothing from the Austrian section over there. <laughs> now... If you're feeling the need to defend Austria at this point, don't bother. So I don't know if you've noticed with the Eurozone crisis, we're pretty much fucked, right? We've got to start looking at the countries we want to keep and which ones are going to go. Obviously, there's been massive problems in Greece ever since Rizzo missed her period. <laughs> it's my favourite joke. Um, obviously, we want to keep the Greeks, don't we? They've given us some good stuff, you know, philosophy, mathematics, togas. We all have a toga party. But uh, the Austrians, let's, let's count it up, really. I know once upon a time, some lovely classical music. But more recently, just creepy men. It's creepy. Cre We've had uh, Fritzl, Pricklopil. He kept a girl in a shed. What a guy. Hitler, he's one of theirs. And Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> so basically, the Austrians have given us rape, genocide and kindergarten cop. <laughs> not sufficient cultural contribution, is it? <laughs> Though it does bring a whole new meaning to that bit in the film where Arnie goes, who is your daddy? <laughs> I just directed that at the child in the front row. That was... <laughs> just realised, sorry. Uh, and if you're offended by any of that, don't, don't worry. My mum doesn't like that joke either. But that's because she's my sister. <laughs> Bless her. My mum, you know, I've got a proper working-class mum. You know, salt of the earth, heart of gold, right? I don't know how many working-class people are in Edinburgh. Not many. Uh, give us a cheer if you're working-class. Three people. <laughs> Excellent. Um, those of you that didn't answer, you might not be sure. If you're not sure, there's a little litmus you can take. Right, you're definitely working class. If you know someone a bit dodgy, you refer to them by using their first name twice. So I might say to my mum, I saw Steve the other day. And she'll go, what? Steve, Steve. <laughs> you say someone's first name twice, you know they've done a ten stretch. Yes. It's not a Pilates move, by the way. <laughs> Prison, proper. I also know I'm working class because of my predilectation towards fruit machines. Obviously, I'm upwardly mobile working class because I use words like predilectation. <laughs> if I see a fruit machine in a chip shop, I'm like, result, one of my five a day, get involved. <laughs> so, yeah, my poor mum, I think she, she thought I was going to settle down and have the kids. You know, I make them sound like the aides there. <laughs> have the kids. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, the, the problem is, right, with, with kids is they're fine when they're little, but they grow into teenagers, and that's just unacceptable, isn't it? You know, one of those in your house, stinking it up, picking up socks, not knowing what's sticking them together. You don't want that. I don't know if there's any teenagers in. You can normally spot them. They've, they're the ones with free haircuts on one head. <laughs> Stir. They've got their own language now, the teenagers as well. You know, like recently I did a gig for 150 17-year-olds because <laughs> the promoter lied to me. Um, I told a joke about Chairman Mao. Right? I told a joke about Chairman Mao and they all just stared at me blankly. And then I realised they'd never seen the letters M-A-O before without an L in front of it. <laughs> Although Chairman Laugh Marsoff does have bear jokes. <laughs> They're all in Mandarin though, so anyway... He kills in China. I was 
<laughs> that was a great laugh. <laughs> After the gig, I, uh, I stood outside just sort of watching the teenagers in their natural environment. There was a group of girls stood around talking, chatting about fashion, you know, the usual thing, right? Uh, and then in the middle of their conversation, one of them just dropped a little joke in. Just dropped, apropos of nothing, she just did a little gag. And her mate responded to it by going, lol. As if that's an acceptable human response to a joke. Lol. Then they all started joining in. Lol, 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 lol. Like a pack of rabid seagulls. <laughs> I didn't know what to do, so I just chucked my chips at them. They ran after me going, OMG! <laughs> Semicolon dash open bracket. Um, thanks, that was nice uh, I'll finish on this, I don't know how long I'm going to do but I'll, I'll do this one bit more um, I've got a boyfriend, not showing off Yeah, I've got a boyfriend, I am a little bit uh, we, we've been together, because they're talking about marriage you know, I get to show off with my boyfriend of uh, five years, you know and we're, we're not married, um, I thought he was going to ask me to marry him once, but uh, he showed me a poo, so <laughs> he genuinely said he had something amazing to show me I thought it was going to be an engagement ring. It was a shit. It was a... <laughs> Bibby, look at this. <laughs> so they better have a fucking ring in it, mate. <laughs> awful, awful. Um, five years is, is quite a nice... You know, it's, it, you've got that first year where it's all the mad sex, haven't you? And then you sort of get three, four years down the line, you'll be in the flat together and you'll be like, I can't look at you anymore. <laughs> So you have to go out and have a row in front of a sales assistant or something. Spice it up. Me and my boyfriend have started doing date night. So once a month, we get dressed up, we go out. Um, last time we did this, I wore a dress and some tights. Now, ladies in the room, I don't know what is happening with tights because we can send a man into space, but we cannot make a pair of tights that are neither hanging around your knees <laughs> or choking you. They're the two options, knees or neck. Is it the IRA dilemma, knees or neck? and politics in one joke. Take it. <laughs> I spent the whole night pulling these things up. Got a massive ladder down the side and my boyfriend pointed at it and went, oh. <laughs> and I went, what? And he went, do you know what I've always really wanted to do? I said, no. He said, I've always really wanted to take a pair of tights with a ladder in them and rip them off in a sexy fashion. Do you think I could do that? And I went, probably not. They've got a reinforced gusset. <laughs> which is the least sexy response you could ever give. Um, I think that'll do, wouldn't it? That, that, yeah, there we go. Oh, yes, I'm on at the uh, Underbelly 750 on Cowgate. It's called Uncomfortably Numb. None of that material is in the show, so it'll be a whole new hour. Come see it. Uh, it's all about ageing and uh, the pressure for women in their 30s to make their face masks of Botox. So it's kind of a kickback against that, you know, with jokes and shit. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, come along, 750. Cheers. Tiffany Stevenson, ladies and gentlemen. You're right. Hop up. There you go. Oh, oh just we got her. We got her on. So no, I, you know I do. I know a lot of um, things about you. Do you? Really? I was messing around. You know, I knew you're from Glasgow. I was messing around earlier. Yeah. Um, something that you're, the people here might not know, <laughs> is that your dad is Sir Kenneth Calman, the uh, the head of the Glasgow <laughs> University. The head. That's what they called. He was the former. Um, uh, <laughs> Chief, chief medical officer for Scot Scotland, Britain, for my, England, my, and my, some, yeah, England, Scotland. My uh, Wikipedia page is slightly out of date, uh, Richard. Is it? Uh, yes, he is still my father, though. That <laughs> that's <hasn't> good. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. I thought we were going to go. Yes, yeah, sadly, he's no, no, he's no. Died. It's okay. it's he died today, and uh, uh, <laughs> I thought I'd come down and do the podcast. Yeah, to cheer uh, myself <laughs> up. But thanks very much. Uh, no. Oh, yes, yes, he's now, he's now doing something else. He's not head of Glasgow University. I think he's head of the National Trust for Scotland. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's quite a big cheese. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. So, so, you know. How was that growing up with, uh, you know, like a sir? Was he a sir when you were growing up? Uh, yes, yeah, part of a sir and lady, yes. So you're quite posh yeah. then, really. You're kind of uh, like you're from well, the, Aris the Scottish aristocracy. No, no. Uh, landed gentry, <laughs> yes. Uh, no, uh, no, no, because he got his knighthood for doing... Uh, 
good things. He was a doctor and stuff yeah. like that. So we didn't, uh, you know, we're, we're essentially Glasgow scum that have just fought our way up, <laughs> is what we are. Were, they, so. were your parents happy when you w- were going to become a comedian? No. No. <laughs> no, I think that's fair. They did. They paid for me to go to university for five years, and then I did a traineeship for two years, which I earned no money doing, and then I was a lawyer for seven years, and they were proud of me because they could go to parties and say, my daughter's a lawyer, and everyone went, oh, well done, you've produced a good child, that's lovely. And then I said, no, I'm going to be a stand-up comedian. And do you know, no. <laughs> no, I think, I, think, I think it was unexpected, but the thing is, that they, they were both very nice about it, but it was a more awkward conversation than when I came out. Right. It really was. The lesbian thing, fine. Comedian, not really. That's, uh, you know, but it, they're, 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 they're fine about it. And I think when they hear me, I presented Women's Hour yeah. on Radio 4, and that was when my mum went, okay. Because it was Women's Hour, and she went, oh, that's my daughter. <laughs> on Women's Hour. Also, when you play, play this to them, I expect they'll be, oh, yeah. uh, yeah, that'll, yeah. That'll be sure. another thing. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're going to sit down and listen to a podcast. <laughs> they uh, will. No, okay, th- when they get to the bit about me having a map of <laughs> the British Isles on my penis, I expect your dad will go, that's good. I used to be the uh, chief medical officer <laughs> for the shaft and the head. Not the ball that's up the no. side. I expect no. your dad will say that one. He no. Okay. The bee, uh, the hat, the that's what made the meaner. That's exactly what they sound yeah. like. It's exactly what they sound like. And uh, when we go to England, though, that's when we pretend. This is not why I actually sound. Not, that's not what any Scottish people sound like. It's just for one month a year, we all pretend to speak like this, and then <laughs> as soon as everyone fucks off from Edinburgh in August, we're back to talking like that again. <laughs> Would you like some shortbread, Morag? No, I'm fine, thanks. I actually couldn't see any difference between the no. two things. You just. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you've got a brother and a sister, of course. Like, Does anyone know that? <laughs> anyone know that? No. <laughs> this is fucking great. <laughs> it's what? great. That five minutes we were like, I'm <laughs> looking you up on Wikipedia. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I have a brother and a sister. Do you think it might have been more polite if I'd done this before the show well, rather than during it? You know, what you could do is you could edit this bit and put it at the start, <laughs> and then I'll sound like a fucking bitch <laughs> later on when I say, "Don't you have any questions for me?" And I'll make it sound like you started off with a really conversational. Yeah. You'd done your research, yeah. and then I just turn into this horrible cow halfway through. But I like Doctor Who, so yeah, that'll get back. What uh, that, now? This is what I did want to ask you that I forgot oh, to ask before because okay. well, you work on the Fred McCauley show every day mm. and I, I, every time I go on that it's like an audience of people just staring blankly at me as I speak about okay. I'm always hung out I remember doing it once where I'd literally been up all night this is back in my single days and I'd been behaving badly oh, and I'd had one hour sleep and then I went on Fred McCauley and I genuinely thought I was asleep as it was happening and I was I had no control <laughs> over what I was saying I just thought anything could come out of here I could just start shouting out cunt uh, on live, on live, on live Scottish <coughs> radio. Yes. But uh, it's, how, how do you find? And they love you, don't they? They love the audience. They're, they're absolutely they're very love you. nice. They're very nice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But um, they don't like me. Uh, no, that's not true. <laughs> they do like you a lot. They're just quite. Res- Scottish audiences can sometimes be slightly reserved. They will sit, and they, it's that kind of thing of all right. Then we've paid our money. We've done our job. Come on. Yeah. That's it. And they'll sometimes just sit quite confrontationally at times <laughs> and wait for you to make the first move. It's like a game of chess you'll never win, yeah. essentially, sometimes with Scottish audiences. It's quite impressive because it's on early, like, does it start at nine o'clock or ten o'clock in the morning? I have to be there every morning at about half past eight. Yeah. I'm there the, and morning. so do the audience, presumably, and they're uh, there, yeah. they come like for those... Yeah. It's always full. It's always full. Yeah. So we're subscribed, yeah. in fact. It's because of the genuine sexual chemistry between myself and Fred McCauley. It's a lovely... It's a, it's a, lovely, it's a great show. And Fred's, no, it's lovely. And yeah, they do like you, Richard. Yeah, no, they do. Really. Everyone likes you, Richard. I, nearly st- I can't think of a single person <laughs> I've spoken to this festival. Well, I can't think of more than five people I've spoken to. No, no one hates you. You're just I nearly like said fuck on it this... this did I, you? Yeah, I actually was... I, was go- I, I started saying fuck and then realised I'm about to say fuck and just went... Fuh. <laughs> it's Blim, a, blimey or something on, uh, on Thursday we had a lady on very good comedian anyway uh, obviously the message of don't use any form of foul language didn't necessarily register and she started singing a song which included a verse which started and then if you want to have it anally loop yourself up loop yourself up loop, take it at the back door anal anal fisters now live Fred and I are like Oh, <laughs> this is horrific. This is, I, mean, I was loving it, clearly. But, uh, you know, I think some people might have spotted it was about anal sex. Yeah. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. I Not quite, the anal I sex. Quite liked, 
I quite like that you just kept this time. He kept on trying to get me to say penis, and then he, they said oh, we've, we've had the oversubscribed on penis, and yeah. he said it, and then he tried to make me say it again. Yeah. And they said, "What's the plural for penis?" It was like I was the Sex Pistols, and yeah. he was the kind of a Latin Bill well, Grundy. Okay, going, say penis again. Yeah. No, what was that word? No, it's just penis. I just yeah. said penis. Penis. <laughs> What's so bad about a penis? <laughs> well, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you've clearly demonstrated you've never experienced one. I, do you know what? I'm not a thoroughbred. No. I have. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> do you not know that terminology? <laughs> God, you're all straight on you. A thoroughbred is yeah. what sometimes a lesbian who's never experienced the, who's <laughs> never tried it, is a thoroughbred. And but I did because I thought I'd better check. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think we've got time for the we story. Have, we might not. Maybe. Like, and it's a really good story. Why don't? Why tantric don't, sex. Why don't you come back? It involves tantric, tantric sex. With Sting. No. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be one hell of a way to lose your virginity, wouldn't it? Look, we're going to have to quit do the competition. Oh, uh, well, you'd have to come back next year. If I come back next year. You come back next year. Uh, <laughs> um, so what we need to do is everyone stand up quickly because we haven't got long. We're going to have to be quick at this. We're going to say <laughs> some statements that are either true or false. Uh, if you think they're true, put your hands on your head. If you think they're put, false, put your hands on your bottom. Uh, if you get it wrong, uh, you have to sit down. Uh, my first item of truth or falsehood oh, bollocks, is that... Um, uh, uh, Susan Kalman's mum is called Charlotte. Is that true or false? Is that true or false? false? She's called Anne. <laughs> Cleverly looked at my phone as I was making something up. Have you got a statement of truth or false? I do. Yeah. Uh, from Richard Henning's Wikipedia site. <laughs> uh, he wrote and performed uh, for a comedy troupe known as the Seven Raymonds. True, true or, or false? false? Uh, no colluding. That is true. It is true. That is true. Didn't yeah. Got rid of a few. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm surprised that you call him. Um, I have had sex with one of the athletes who won a gold medal in this year's Olympics. Is that true or false? Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I've had sex with uh, uh, someone. I've, I've had, actually had sex with one of the Doctor Who companions. I haven't said who it is, but I have done. Uh, so uh, it, is, it is false. Thanks, though. <laughs> 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 it's a nice wee boost, isn't it? Yeah, that bloke thinks nice like it. It um, was Jessica Ennis. They were, they were all pretty hot. Um, okay, it um, was the Chris Hoy. Uh, <laughs> Great it was thighs. one of the old ladies doing shooting. Uh, <laughs> I've appeared in River City. True or false? What's River City? Oh, yeah, Fucking getting with the culture. It's uh, It's like no. Is that true or false? False, it's false. It's false, well done, got rid of loads. I know, thanks for thinking I would have Look at this, is very exciting. Connor's still in, who's still in? Oh, come on, Connor! There's four four people here. Uh, uh, Last night, uh, one of the people on set list was Brendan Burns. Is that true or false? There's a few put at the back. Uh, That is false. So sit down and said true. Still in it. Still in it. Still in it, still in it. You're still in it, you're still in it. Anyone back there still in it? No. Um, Uh, uh, Someone tried to flyer me in the Pleasance and they said it's a light-hearted late-night comedy show, fun for all the family and when I said no thank you she told me to fuck off. (laughs) True true or false? True or false. They've all gone for true I think. So it doesn't it was it. true, actually. Okay. Yeah. Right, we're going to do a uh, numerical answer. Whoever's closest wins. How tall is Susan Kalman in feet and inches? How, how tall do you think she is? Four feet. Four feet. Sit down right now. You're not even in the fucking game if that's a you four think? feet. That's about the size of a bloody penguin. <laughs> Five foot four. Five no. two. Right. Five is it anyone else? No, is that it? That's it. Uh, it I'm four foot eleven. Ah, oh, so you didn't win. Sorry, oh, mate. You fucking mean cunt. It's <laughs> a so little tiny, three years old. He'd have loved. He'd have loved to have this stuff. I tell you what, four I'm going to give you a cons- I'm going to give you a consolation four prize. Foot. Is there any of this you haven't got? Would you like Stuart Lee's pea green boat? There you can have. You can have that, uh, and you can have some tickets to Simon Donald. And you got the Connor, you got the fifteen percent off the <laughs> VIP. I hope you'll go to that. And Connor, <laughs> little old bus tissue. Save that for later. It's got, got it's multifunctional. 
Rub it on, wipe it off. That's the beautiful thing. So, um... <laughs> it's very useful. You tell me there aren't people who buy those for that exact reason. You tell me. <laughs> He's going to blame me if we end up going to casualty. Uh, but, uh, oh yeah, just gloss know. over that, Richard, uh, yeah. the potential legal action that's coming your way. <laughs> well, look, we've overrun a bit, but thank you very much Sorry. to our guests, Susan Kalman and Tiffany Stevenson. We're back tomorrow with even more. I can't remember who it is now. Someone great. Thank you. See you in a bit. Bye.